the heavens. I tell you your glory, O Lord. The heavens. I tell you your glory. But man is not. Man is not. Man is not. You know, this morning, shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence, O Lord. May you be with us, O Lord. Grant me the utterance, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. This morning, our topic is Don't Let God Give You Up. Don't let God give you up. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, it's like we human beings, we seem to be more fearful of the devil than anything else. But if there's a prayer meeting right now, and we we'll get to the point where we say, let's bind the devil, you see the energy. We mention the devil, the energy. But you see, he's the least of the people to be scared of. The most fearful thing is for God to give you up. When the heavens say we have given you up, that's when we, you come to the point where God says enough is enough on this person. It is the most fearful thing. If God, who is long suffering, can come to the point that He can say, I've given you up, then it is something. Our God, who is merciful, then the game is up. So don't let God give you up. In Romans chapter 1, verse 21, we'll go as far as we can go back. Romans chapter 1, 21 to 32, wherever we can get to. I'll read Romans chapter 1. It says, But because that, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, 
God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served their Creator more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change their natural use unto that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the of their women, bend in their last one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, and whispers, backbiters, haters of God, disciples, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that by which commit such sins, are worthy of not only do same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Amen. Roman four and woman a decay de can yimu e dubaku echo. If we say when yanko pong, and so one shenu in your nyamse u nyanko pong. Na wanana se na mum wana juni ye unkasia a juni ne sum ashen won tri muma. Wasi waye unyans wasi waye anyansa forno, wadane unkasia na wak Wasachira unyankupa ompro no eni unyamye unipa a opro huni insesuo. Eni nyoma ni enomani intotebua ni emua waria die. Enti unyankupa nsuja woma ifi wakuma akonomu. Se wamuba wanipedia adapa wumu. Efri se, wasisa nyanko pono kreno je atro, na woferi, na wasum abodye, sine obwadye, wosira no dano. Amen. Ye inti, o nyanko ponja woma, eni wo akono, na woma de, honamfum ayonkofa, ye biya, eye, ne kwansuo no sesaa de emfa ne kwansuo saa nso na merima ja woni oba honam fam ayonkofa ye bia eye ne kwansuo no ma wonfafuo merima ho akono dere omu na merima ni merima ye adapade na wodinya aketia ese wonada wonare mu Na sadie, wen muse wabe kura onyankopon wonim die munti. Onyankopon yi woma ajunia enfra. Se wanya dia enfata. Se nipa ajie a enti ninyina. Emumuye, enibre, eniboni aye woma. Nitany ewudie akasakata insisie obraboni ase woma. Woye esutufuo. 
in Sekuba for Oyankopon at time for an ordain for a hand time for a Huahua for in the Bonnet Fire by for our four as as ordain for one knee in tea a pamphlet for one knee dog, one knee in now, when you're young, you said, Yes, sir. Oh, na it's a one ah, well, yes, sir, and you're made, dear. Now, so, and yes, sir, inquire now, yeah. Now, mom, what penny one ah, well, yes, sir, I dear no so, I dear no be no so. Amen. Because that when they knew God, it's not said now, oh, no. Says they glorified him not as God. Amen. We've just heard the song. Even the heavens glorify him. But these people knew God, but they glorified him not as God. If we know God, if we truly say we know him, let's live as people who know him. We know who God is. It is for us to tell and tell who he is. We need to know what God has done for us. We need to know who God is. And Paul is saying, if you know and you don't even like talking about him, you don't like glorifying him, a time is coming. A time is coming. You will change into something else. He said, because when they knew God, and this is the time that we know God, if we say we know God, let's declare him. We should not be ashamed of our God. We should not be ashamed of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's glorify God as to who He is. Let's look at creation. What God has done. The heavens and the earth. You look around all of us, what God has done. Who else can do what God has done? Who else? So we need to come to the point where we need to glorify God and to thank God for what He has done for us. It's because gradually people are coming to the point where we don't even want to admit that God has done this and who He is. But brethren, God is God. He is not going to share His glory with any person. And if we say that we are with him, but then we cannot tell who God is and what he has done for us, then he says that 
you are on the pathway. If you don't take care, you become something else and become to declare other things. In fact, even the magicians with Pharaoh, it got to the point, they did not even understand how the plagues were going on. And they said, this one we cannot explain. It must be the finger of God. Even Pharaoh, he could see that as for this one, it is the finger of God. But God does many things for us, but we refuse to recognize who He is. Even the generals in the Israeli army will tell you sometimes some of their wars, whether it's 67 or 73, sometimes the things that happen, in spite of what they consider this one, it is God. It is not we ourselves. I think there was one of the Syrians. There were landmines that they had to remove before they could proceed. One of the Israeli wars. Then all of a sudden, a certain wind. It can only be the finger of God. All of a sudden, a certain wind blew those landmines off. If it is not God, who else? Amen. And that is why when you know God, you don't say it is a coincidence. When you know God, you glorify Him. And we need to be thankful for what God has done for us. You know, as, even as I reflecting on it, you know, we need to thank God for the fact that we were even born in this country. Can you imagine if we were born in some Muslim country? How difficult it would have been for you to know Christ. During the week, because somebody is a Christian, I think in southern Sudan, they were going to give that person 500 lashes for being a Christian. South, South Arabia, for being a Christian. 500 lashes. I was saying to myself, if it were me, I'm sure after the tenth one, there will be nobody to strike again. <laughs> the body would have been gone. <laughs> there will be no more flesh to get to the 500. 
So that is why I'm thankful that I'm born in Ghana. Why is it easy for me to accept our Lord Jesus Christ? I'm thankful to the Lord. And I'm thankful for the church where I fellowship. See, again, we take a lot of things for granted. So we are not able to thank God enough for what we have. I mean, from the soul connect days up to now, ministers we have had, ministers that have been invited to come to us and to speak to us and tell us the truth. Are we not thankful? We need to be thankful for the church that we have. Hallelujah. You need to be thankful for the wives that we need to be thankful for the husband that you have. You see? Because if you don't thank God, you don't even know what God is doing for you. So they say because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, and neither were they thankful. We need to be thankful for what Christ has done for us. Is it because when they didn't do that, Scripture says that, but they became something else. But became vain in their imaginations. In fact, the Living Bible says, after a while, they became something else. And let's know that it is a certain progression. You are starting from a point where you know God, but you don't glorify Him. And then you are also not thankful. And as you go on that path, it comes to a point, a bad comes to you, become something else. <laughs> So say, but they became vain in their imaginations because they have neglected God. And then look at what follows next. They became vain in their imaginations and even their foolish heart was darkened. I pray that none of us goes on this path. If we know God, let's glorify Him. Let's be thankful for Him. See, because if you don't do that, you become something else, then your imagination begins to take over. And then it says, your foolish heart becomes darkened. In the verse 22 it says, professing themselves to be wise, they become fools. And that is what the world is going through 
today. We know God, but what we are saying is that He is no more God. And you take what is happening the most powerful nation in the world. Now what they are saying is that even in the educational institutions, don't talk about God. That they have in their currency, they are moved to remove it. Because they profess that they are wise. The fearful thing is that they are the biggest economy and the biggest and most powerful. And as they move in this direction, very soon when you are not careful, if we don't stand firm, then the smaller countries begin to follow after them. And because they will not glorify God today, we know about the same sex marriage in the U.S. Because they become wise. But for those of us who know God in this our nation, let's hold on to who God is. Hallelujah. We should not get to the point where we will be like them where they would think that they are wise and therefore put God aside. In the verse 23 it says, And change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like a corruptible man, and twisted beast, and creeping things. Here one may say that, oh, we may not get to the point where we are dealing with images, but the things that we have in our hearts, it could be money. There are other idols we may set in our hearts. And instead of glorifying God, we may go to the point where we will not be doing so. And the fearful verse is the verse 24. You see, as you begin to go on this path where you know God, you don't glorify Him. You know God, you are not thankful enough. You know God, you don't acknowledge Him. You know God, you don't talk. You know Christ, you don't talk about Him. For we are come to the point where even the cross, it becomes only once a year. Easter, people talk about the cross. After that, that is the end. 
as Easter is coming, we'll be talking about Christ and the cross all over. After that, it's something else. You know, when you get to the point where you give up on talking about Christ, it gets to the point He too will give you up. So in the verse 24, it says, Wherefore God also gave them up. Because people have come to the point, they have come to the point where they knew God, but will not talk about Him. They believe that whatever they have achieved, they themselves, by their might, had achieved it. It was by their own intelligence that they have achieved what they have achieved. They refuse to recognize and acknowledge God for who He is. Some even got to the point where they had denied Jesus Christ and our God. And when you get to that point, it says, Wherefore, God also gave them up. And brethren, that is where it is most fearful. When God says that this is somebody who knew me, but he's got to the point where he refuses to recognize me, he refuses to acknowledge me, he refuses to mention me, I've also got to the point where I've given him up. For the merciful God to give you up is a fearful thing. In Hebrews chapter 10 verse 31, it says it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. It is all into the hands of the living God. That is why when we started, I initially said that we are so much fearful of the devil. But for me, the most fearful thing is for God to give you up. God that the heavens have declared who he is. If we are not able to declare him and to glorify him, and he says, I have given you up, who else will deliver you? But he says, wherefore God also gave them up 
to uncleanliness. Through the love of their own heart. To dishonor their own bodies. And between themselves. For God to give you up. It is very fearful. You know, in Second Thessalonians chapter 1, there is also another scripture which says, God will even give you up to a lie. In Second Thessalonians chapter 2, we will take it from verse 8 to verse 11. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8 to 11. He says, And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with brightness his coming. Even him whose coming, you know, Christ is going to come after the working of certain miracles. We need to be careful where we go for miracles. So he says, Even him. Whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Verse 10. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And look at the verse 11. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe. Amen. A tro to mini in Centrenia A Hudre Dien Yinemu Ne dear Ensine in Dadan Yinemu Wana Watranumu Wayranumu Esani se Wanye no credo na wade aje wonkwa Yeinti o nyanko pan resman na da emuye din aba womu ama waje atro edi amen. When the truth is there and you decide not to live with it, you decide not to work with it. Now here he's talking specifically about people following signs and wonders here and there. And he says that some of this, the verse 9 says, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. When you follow some of these, he says it gets to that point. God says, and God will send a strong delusion that will make you even believe a lie. Now, when you cry, no one wants you in there. Trust them, say, uh, Obon Salmon sent the name that Dan sent the new Benetino, Nancopon Bessan, Babim. Now, one G, Nancopon, I said, when they are saying, I try Nancopon Casabes, Mabano, and no, now we'll be dietary. This morning, we are talking about don't let God give you up. And 
And we are saying that if we know him, let's give him the glory. If we know him, let's be thankful for who he is. Let's not come to the point where we'll have our own imaginations. Let's not come to the point where we we'll begin to believe in ourselves. Since when we think we are believing ourselves and we become that wise, we get to that point, he decides to give us up. So, 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 wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies. So, God has given you up. Who else is there to bring you back? That is why when you begin on a certain path and the advice goes to us that be careful, it is better for you to heed the advice. Because immediately you begin on a wrong path there will be a caution. If you say, we see Kwan Banana Swa, Koko Baba Baba, an advice will be given. Ubenya Futu. Through a sermon, a word will come to you. Ebia Nam Yamia Sam Kamuno, a Sambi Baba in chain. But our prayer is that we will take heed. A softened Pai Banisa Banisa, a best Tomunedia, because if we don't, we begin to walk on a certain path. And on that path, you get to that point where God says, I have given you up. In the verse 25, he says, who changed? Again, we are talking about the same people. Who knew God? But it gets to a point, and they are on something. He says, they knew God. And who changed the truth of God into a lie? That when people know so much that even they would not even recognize God, but they even change the truth into a lie. You know the truth that we have received, we need to stay with the truth because that is the truth and there is nothing else but the truth. God there are some who know God but they keep on saying that we still want to know a certain truth if you want to know a certain truth it is knowing God the more and nothing else because if you are not careful, you will find yourself in a company where they will decide to change the truth even into a lie. But the truth is only one. So it says those who change the truth of God into a lie, 
and worship and serve the Creator more than the Creator. It says, for this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. But like I said, don't let God give you up. In the verse 28 of Romans chapter 1, it says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. I mean, if you say you know God, why come to the point where you know God, but then you don't want to retain God? In your knowledge. And it says, God gave them over mind. To do the things which are not convenient. The knowledge of God, all we have to do is to rather have more knowledge of God and to retain what we have of God. Because if we don't, he said that God will give you over to a reprobate mind. And as you still continue to go on that slope, what happens is that in the verse 29, you become filled with something else. So as you can see, it's a certain progression. You know God. You don't glorify Him. You are not thankful. You become vain with certain imaginations. You tend to become wise. God gives you up. As He gives you up, you become filled with something else. And so it's in the verse 29, being filled with all unrighteousness. Who knows God or knew God? But because you've taken a certain path where you don't even want to recognize God and who He is. Then it is one thing after the other. You become vain in your imaginations. Now you become wise. You don't even profess God again. You don't even declare His name again. In fact, you don't even associate Him with where you find yourself. In fact, even the position that you find yourself, you even find it difficult to admit that it is God who put you there. You begin to deny God. 
Now you say you are somebody in your own right. Now God is saying you become filled with all unrighteousness. You become filled with all unrighteousness. But then at that stage, at that stage, except God himself, and when God has given you up, I'm not too sure, maybe, because he's a merciful God, maybe he will have mercy on you. And in the verse 32, maybe when you go, we can read all the other, when you are being filled with all unrighteousness, all those things that come with it, when you go, we might read it. But in the verse 32, it says, Who, again, we are talking about that individual who knows God, but has come to the point where he does not recognize and acknowledge God, who knowing the judgment of God that which they commit such things are worthy of death. He says, who knowing the judgment of God that, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but having pleasure in them that do them. They know the judgment, but they even even take pleasure as well in those who even deny God. You know, when God gives you up, it gets to a point where nothing else. The other day I saw somebody with a poster hang around his neck. I am proud that I'm going to hell. And I said, does he know what he's talking about? Put the poster and hang it on your neck that you are proud that you are going to it. It can only get to the point where God has given you up that you can say this. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Lord Jesus Christ, like we, the ambassador sang, even the heavens glorify God. And God Himself glorified God. In John chapter 17, verse 4 through to 8. John 17, 4 to 8. And here Jesus Christ said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. 
And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thy own self, with thy glory which I had with thee before the world was. I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou givest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou givest me givest them me. And they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou givest me. If you send some of the mammy no and none of me dear mom. And they have received them. Now and they have and they have known surely that I came out from thee. Now no And they have believed that thou didst send me. Now say we're That was Jesus Christ. He said, I have glorified thee. But Paul talks about people in Rome who knew God but would not glorify him. But scripture is saying it is a dangerous path. Let's glorify the God that we know. Let's be thankful for what God has done for us. Let's never deny him for who he is. Let's never think that we have become wise. For when you get to that point, God says he will give you up. And you'll be worthy of death. Don't let God give you up. Shall we be on our feet even as ambassadors again will give us that song? We will worship the Lord briefly because we don't want God to give us up. Because even the heavens declare. But as we know him, we will glorify him. We will be thankful for what God and who he is.
Amen.